Hey, what's up, guys? It's Big Cat. Before you start listening to this episode, I wanted to let you know that we're running a special sale on all Barstool merch. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. What it is! This is the Macho Man Randy Savage. And this is Hard Factor. And there is no one that does it better right now. Yeah, no. But he does it better. I ain't repeating myself. Go ahead, tell me something right now. Yeah, I'm living in a nightmare. And I'm not a racist. And I'm always cheering. Oh, yeah. Morning, and welcome to another episode of Hard Factor presented by the Barstool News Network. It is Florida Man Friday, February 21st. 2020 and uh guys i got a couple of things before we get going i want to thank everybody first of all for turning it tuning in to our debate live stream the pre-show and the post show on wednesday night uh you know hopefully you made some money with us and big time shout outs to rebecca danny and jay in in austin for running the video stream cam in atlanta and tyler at barstool hq for running the social media if you watched debate coverage with anybody else besides being in on wednesday night you fucked up big time because we won money and laughed at Mini Mike all night long. Yeah, it was a great night. I had a good time. Yep. Yeah. And Elizabeth Warren just body bagged him so bad. Yeah, yeah, that's right. We'll get into a little bit more about how that's going to shake up the predicted markets in a bit. But enough politics for now. It's Florida Man Friday. We've got eight wild stories for you. And I'll start us off with a very, uh, what I would call a meta Florida headline, snake orgies. So. Hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a theme that I left out for genres. That's definitely a genre for Florida, like a snake common... orgy. Yeah. yeah, snake orgy. <laughs> I'm intrigued. Exotic animals, but yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So uh, this one came in from listeners Tyler and Joseph Kruger about a big problem going on in Central Florida earlier Sounds this like week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want to know where, when. I want yeah. all the W's. I'll give you all Why? the details. And, and I think the guys, the, the snake orgies, you guessed it. That's the problem, the snake orgies. Yeah. Uh, they're still going on, I believe. So uh, <laughs> the, the, the city of Lakeland closed off a section on the bank of a lake in a park after receiving reports that numerous snakes had swarmed the area. Um, the, this is what the Parks and Rec say. They say, it appears they have congregated for mating, and they seem to do this yearly, unquote. <laughs> Uh, and they said that on Facebook on Thursday. Well, it turns out that these snakes are actually harmless water snakes who are just banging all over the park, uh, and they do it from mid midwinter to spring every year in Florida. And, and the snakes will they're taking multiple partners. Well, I'm not. I, you know, I didn't look up the specifics of the mating uh, habits of the of the water snakes, but apparently, yes. You never just, seen a snake orgy? Pat? They just yeah. fuck in a big group. Yeah, I mean, there's like yeah. 80 snakes just rolling on each other. So, yeah, I'd uh, say they take multiple partners. I, okay, I'm just curious. I don't they all look alike. They, yeah. Well, I think that's that's really racist. I think that... Yeah. Snakeist. Um, that's, snakeist, well, yeah. Yeah, it's snakeist, excuse me. Okay, that's fine. I get it. Yeah, sorry, well, you guys have seen it. I it's, called seen it. A, it's called a snake orgy. It's not now, called a married couple... You know, it, like, I don't I know. Once a Pat, week sex. I have also not seen it. I did see some pictures, though. The snakes were tightly coiled together, multiple mm-hmm. snakes. So I would oh. say... And also the fact that they call it an orgy, I'm guessing yes, multiple partners for sure. Uh, yeah, that way everyone. Pictures. That way they just take care of each other's babies because no one knows exactly who belongs to who, right. right? And then it becomes an egg. Like how do you how do you track that? Who the fuck's egg is is whose egg? You know that's science, man. 
Yeah. Anyways, uh, so these water snakes completely harmless. They just they just uh, they're they're actually native to Florida, so uh, they're just doing their job out there. Probably been fucking in this park for millennia. Uh, but local worry wart Tim Newberry tried to ruin all the snakes' fun. He said on uh, Facebook, "Here's what he said after the fact." When I originally made the post that there were multiple moccasins in that area, this was confirmed later uh, that day by another city worker. My post was never intended to bring harm to the to or seek removal of the snakes. I was simply trying to make my make my friends that walk this lake aware of the snakes, and I'm amazed at the hate that this simple post has created. So basically, he tried to say they were a bunch of evil. Uh, poisonous snakes this guy and get them right. all removed but turns out no he's just yeah. he's just a worry i just wanted to be able to read books again outdoors without all the noise yeah. he wanted to take his machine gun down there and shoot into a giant pile of snakes is what he really wanted exactly i, would, I mean i'd be terrified if i just yeah. rolled up on a snake orgy. i mean what do you expect when you go to snake orgy park yeah well, I, you, well, you expect to see I don't snake know if it's called that but, but if it this is. guy this guy so he says it confirmed <laughs> right. that day by another city worker so this guy's supposed to know what is, is and is not a water moccasin. Um, so anyways, right. uh, thanks for creating the confusion, Tim. Other notable snake orgies occur in <laughs> Narcisse, Manitoba in Canada. Uh, there's an annual orgy of red-sided garter snakes um, where tens of thousands of garter snakes emerge from their dens and they fuck for 10 straight days each spring. And I bet so, that's the uh, side that they're rubbing together is the red side. It's like a visa yeah. for snakes. Exactly. Yeah. Definitely the red side. That's when you know they're excited. Their red stripes get really oh. like red rockety. Is there and, snake uh, porn? No, I, I don't know. I mean, there's naked chicks with like pythons were you, were around just, their necks. Were, were and you stuff? just trying to get one of us to admit to, to that? No. He, like, <laughs> he, he just like looked around. Gotcha. <laughs> I looked at you first to throw yeah, Wes yeah, off. Do, do you mean snakes <laughs> fucking each other or people with snakes? Because if it's snakes fucking each other, it's a 10 day long film. So oh, that's. Yeah. That's a long film. And talk about some I'm standards. sure if you type in snake porn, it's just the guy with with a hammer. Yeah. What yeah. a deal. It's Jake the Snake banging somebody <laughs> yeah. with a snake, snake around his neck. porn. <laughs> All right, guys. I got a weird one for you. And this one was submitted by Dylan, by the Risky Bisky, and by my wife. So what story could be so popular? And maybe someone else. So if I forgot you, I'm sorry. Uh, what story could be so popular? Is it more herpes monkeys? No. No. Mm -hmm. It's Jars. Uh, filled with preserved human tongues that were found underneath the floorboards of a Gainesville, Florida home. That's multiple jars. That's a mm -hmm. weird filled... thing to find. Yeah, yeah, not good. Yeah, I mean, the bodies, and if you're like a scientist, like human parts in jars is already weird. But once you start stashing it under floors, then it becomes really sketchy. Yeah. Yep. That's kind of what, you, what I'm so going to get to. So you think it's like less, less bad if you keep your tongues out in the open? In a lab? Absolutely. Yeah, um, <laughs> like a sterile lab. What? The, Hold on. Why? Did it, why? Why? Okay, we're gonna get to it. So the jars were found hidden in a crawl space under floorboards when a contractor was doing an inspection of the house's foundation and screamed, "What the fuck? What the fuck is this? What the fuck?" I thought I seen it all, man. Yeah. I'll be honest with you. I thought I seen it all. When he quietly left the house and didn't didn't say a word, he then con he, he then escaped reported, the house. Yeah, when he escaped the house, <laughs> I gotta get something from the truck. <laughs> he uh, immediately reported what he found to authorities. Of course, uh, some of the jars reportedly dated back to the 1960s. They were labeled like 1960s, and there were a lot of human tongues, like Ooh. half a half a dozen jars, and each one had like several tongues, as, as described by the detectives. Um, they call it a French kiss jar. Uh, yeah, I mean, yes, it's not good. Think about you, it. That's a nice nice way of putting it. The mm -hmm. home was previously owned by Dr. Ronald Bauman, who was a University of Florida researcher, uh, an oral pathologist. 
and hmm. current professor emeritus 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 yeah oh so he's like awarded yeah, this guy was uh well you know serial killers are smart uh bauman's <laughs> ex-wife currently still lives at the house no word on if she has her tongue or not uh gainesville but poli- she's not talking yeah but she's not talking <laughs> gainesville police said they are investigating the possibility that the tongues are related to work that the oral pathologist dr bauman may have brought home his work um, uh, dead people like Wes said wouldn't it be in a lab yeah uh, if it's work related uh yep. certainly not hidden under floorboards right yeah under a rug yeah like it, uh jorge campos chief inspector of the gainesville police department did say that bauman apparently came into the tongues of your research he did before he even arrived at the university and that the professor planned to get back to them as part of research on thyroid and neck conditions oh, i think he got to them yeah i think well, he got to them get back to them often i think he was probably taking the floorboards off his floor checking so out those jars me this tongues. guy was just eating these tongues like slowly throughout the years i don't know what no. i don't know what he, i don't know what he's doing with them or like just tr- it sounds like trophies to me i'm a little skeptical oh. is but, there um, tongue jar porn yeah i mean i'm a little skeptical but i've watched every episode of criminal minds and mind hunters and it sounds like trophies to me uh he did divorce his wife in 1992 and he wasn't it doesn't seem like he was at that house a lot Look, I, I shouldn't be accusing someone that hasn't even be tra- tra- been charged with a crime of being a serial killer. That's like very irresponsible journalism. It's just he had six tongues filled with human, yeah. six, six jars. jars filled with human I mean, tongues. That's, that's hard to in the floor. I mean, what am I supposed to do here with mm-hmm. the story? What am I supposed to do? I think you're on the right path. Okay, uh, let's move on. Anyways, right. anyways, that's it for now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, guys, Valentine's Day has always been hard for Florida man Travis Love, um, mm. with a last name like Love. It's been a lot of pressure on Travis over the course of his sun-soaked life to uh, live up to his namesake, and unfortunately for Travis, he still hasn't found his clutch. Because this particular Valentine's Day must have been extra hard for love because he really popped the clutch getting into a shootout with his ex-girlfriend's boyfriend while attempting to break into their home that's fairly romantic yeah he must have been having a bad one the victim going after your your ex-girlfriend's current boyfriend but leaving her alone just oh. just beefing with the guy well you think so like in going with like this is a, he was armed I'm well it's insanely ro- it's an insane romance yeah. they were but, both in the house raising so, arizona so, romantic. It, it was, <laughs> so the victims both the ex-girlfriend and the new boyfriend were sleeping on a couch when they woke to the sound of a lonely-hearted man breaking i used into to sleep home. on that couch yeah that's my couch. Uh, the male resident relied on his Florida elementary school training and immediately went for his firearm uh, while Love's ex-girlfriend hid her three-month-old son in a bedroom. Oh, come on. Yeah. Love and the uh, the male victim got into an all-out gunfight uh, with bullets striking the male victim's right calf, mm. which is a shame. That's because That's one of the most... It's one of the most sacred parts of a Florida man's body canvas. Mm-hmm. Um, For sure. You know, it's it's just a lot of surface area. It's flat. You can probably, do some cool ink on that. probably damaged the tattoo. Implants, probably. Well, yeah. I hope there wasn't a piece of art on him already. Yeah. Um, Love and the woman had been dating for five years before this ended, and apparently Love has been calling the victims uh, using different numbers once a week, saying things like, uh, wait till I see you. <laughs> That's could be could could have been romantic. Could have been wait till I see you. Yeah, context. You're right. I read this. Story, so. <laughs> you don't know this guy, how you, this guy can't wait till I see you. What was coming to him? I mean, yeah. he <laughs> started a gunfight in a in a house with a three year old. Yep, yeah. <laughs> three month old. Uh, was it his kid? Uh, not his kid. So, no, so uh, it's the other person. He was also kid. threatening the kid uh, in the phone oh, calls. Wow. He was made. Oh, come on. Yep. Um, well, love got struck by bullets as well. Um, and police said they found they followed a blood trail and found two bloody sandals 
a live firearm around in bloody footprints. That the bloody sandals is very Florida. That's something that investigators down there run into quite often. And a poorly written note. Uh huh. Yes, he loves friend's mother, who was with Love before the incident, told police that Love had been um, honoring his Valentine's Day tradition of drinking liquor heavily before being asked to be dropped off at his ex girlfriend's house so he could quote wow. check on her. Yeah. Uh, the woman dropped him off and then waited outside. And after about ten minutes, she heard gunshots mm. before Love returned to the vehicle. Clutching the woman's pink uh, handgun. You probably the, promised take... he wasn't going to shoot anyone, too. No, I know. Well, I, I'm assuming he like probably swiped the pink handgun without the woman knowing, which, honestly, that's just, that's just Travis' love for you. That's romantic. Getting into a Valentine's Day shootout with a pink handgun is, is the kind of touch you can expect from, um, from T-Love. So mm-hmm. he's, in, he's in custody. Good. All right, guys. Got a, one of my favorites. It's Fools That Work in Schools All Time. Right, I love Fools That nice. Work. Yeah. I think Charles submitted this. If I'm wrong, please DM me. I'll make it right on the next show. Um, and I have a message to every person listening right now, especially in Florida. If you want to become a teacher, especially a teacher of children around the age of, say, six, you have to realize that they are fucking idiots and will misbehave and act a fool from time to time. If you can't handle that without rushing to call the police or principal, maybe teaching isn't for you. Well, hold on, Wes. I think that that's the opposite attitude that they want the teachers to have, that the children are idiots. And uh... No, that you need to realize that. Okay. Yeah, it's you very watch, yeah, it's you watch, point. Yeah, you like, should watch, first... like, Kindergarten Cop. Like, yeah. Boys have... Peepees and girls have vagina yeah, and they can't put the unpredictable. Yeah. They run amok. You, you drive yourself crazy if you expected adult behavior from children. Exactly. And teaching certainly isn't for one idiot at Love Grove Elementary School who started the process of having a six-year-old named Nadia, a six-year-old with special needs, ADHD, and who was being tested for autism, sent to a mental institute, carted away by police after she could not handle the slightly overactive six-year-old herself. So uh, according to reports, little Nadia was, quote, destroying school property, attacking staff out of control and running out of the school. Uh, oh, no. I hope the staff and construction paper are OK. I bet the <laughs> bruises and shreds of paper are severe, you fucks. And so what if she's running out of the school? Go get her ass. Call her mom. Yeah, oh, wait. Slowly running out of school. <laughs> yeah. What is she a track star? Right. Exactly. <laughs> six, six years um, old. Yeah. Send yeah. the janitor. That's How what we would do when, when kids would run she's out got of little school. legs. Exactly. Someone <laughs> easily could have caught her. Yeah. Um, so maybe call her mom first, which which actually, oh, they did call her mom, uh, Reginelle Reeves, after they were carting her daughter to the rubber room. Mm-hmm. And in the police body cam video taken as they escort the girl to their car, um, she is sweet, calm, and asking if she is going to jail. Um, she sure isn't attacking oh, anyone. Sad. Yeah, she sure isn't attacking anyone. You see she had what you might call a temper tantrum. Kids that age uh, have them from time to time, and they can be quite a handful, but generally they pass. Um, You see, the problem in Florida is this thing called the Baker Act. It's an act, and I'll just read word for word from the article I read. The Baker Act um, uh, is basically allows people in authoritative positions like a a police officer, a judge, or mental health professional to throw your ass in the rubber room if they claim you are a danger to yourself or others or are mentally ill. Oh, man. Lots of people like to abuse the Baker Act. Absolutely. Especially teachers like this and don't want to handle little six-year-olds. And in Florida alone, between 2017 (laughs) and 2018, over 36,000 kids under the age of 18 were thrown in mental facilities due to this fucking act. Holy shit. Yeah. This this school is just a constant battle of, like, who has more kids in the classroom, the the actual school or or the insane asylum. They just keep passing them back and forth. (laughs) Right. I bet that's a huge number. I bet word got around in like teachers' Facebook groups. It was like, oh, he's acting up. You baker ass his ass. They yeah. Baker act him. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to baker. baker. I'm going to baker him. Hey, 
that kid, you just Baker that motherfucker. See if he ever comes. Well, if he comes back, see if That's he talks back up. to you. Yeah. So the Baker Act is basically a long time out when you act up. It's also go to for lazy teachers when six year olds act up. Um, and it's uh, it's all up in the school protocol bullshit. So that's what they that's what they hide behind every time they make a horrible decision. Even the cops carting her away uh, know the Baker Act, uh, what the Baker Act really is. When the female cop says, quote, she's been actually very pleasant. And then the male officer responds, I think it's more of them not wanting to deal with it. And that's pretty much a bullseye. Uh, of course, the mom of young Nadia is not happy, has an attorney and basically said, what the fuck? Parents should get first dibs at taking their kids from school before they're carted away like criminals. Right. Um, she also said maybe a quick phone call to mom could have calmed her down. But these fucking fools that work in schools didn't think of that mm. because they are lazy losers. I, I mm. already this calendar year should have been bakered twice if it's based off of temper tantrums. <laughs> I'm averaging I'm averaging a good tantrum a month. I remember yeah. the, the champagne one. Yes, there yeah. was another one. Yeah. We won't get into Sometimes it. you got a tantrum, you know, get it. Yeah. Out. I'm all about the Baker Act for police or, or whatever. But for children, come on. Like a, yeah, a six-year-old. No, you go to the no. parent first. That's, yeah. that's fuck. That's ridiculous. Yep. Oh man. So that's that. Wow. Hopefully All they right. get sued. Well, back to politics for just one second, boys, because we need to talk about our bets from the uh, debates and our presenting sponsor and favorite cash cow, Predict It, the stock market of politics. Go to predictit.org/promo/hardfactor20 to get your first twenty bucks matched on us. And if you're not betting with us this year, what the fuck are you doing? Because we are on an unbelievable heater right now we're like 80 percent in 2020 uh and these aren't all favorites mark's hitting big wagers all over the board pat's pulling off multiple long shots a week and uh wes who uh knows who's in second place in every election 10 weeks ahead of the election you're you're winning money all right Mm -hmm. yeah i'm uh, I'm definitely up electable hit last night yeah you you son of a gun (laughs) exactly yeah exactly big hits and i got i got us in early on the bernie and the bernie nomination and the fade bloomberg technique and those are all paying off but we petered out a little bit last night guys i rewatched the pick stream uh because we're considering to do a uh recurring uh, picks picks show and so i wanted to well, see how that only pick show for, like yeah right like, only picks like on top of the podcast it would right? not be the monday through friday podcast no no no, no, no. this is, this is extra extra yeah. stuff yeah. so we're looking we're looking back and we're doing the research and basically pat you told me you didn't remember how you did and uh, during the post show last Uh-oh, night here we go <laughs> but uh i went back and i i crunched the numbers and but you went over besides the electability that wes that wes uh talked you into did I go over Will? Besides the electability, <laughs> yeah. Did I? Yeah. Uh oh. Yeah, and here and you you did it with. I such... didn't because I'm a fucking I'm a maven on the but, I'm a maven well, on the so court you, and I'm you dumping. May have, you may have dumped your stocks, but your picks pre-show were over, and so you did this with such bravado. <laughs> Here's some of the best quotes from the, from the from the cast. Oh, no. If you missed it, oh, man. catch the virus, Pat said. <laughs> About how many times virus would be said in a frenzy of coronavirus discussions? That mm-hmm. line got me. Uh, yeah, the virus. West, West you caught that. a beatdown. You <laughs> caught yeah, an L. I like that I didn't put that much in it. Yeah. Uh, Pat said, uh, quote, I don't think they will mention Donald Trump tonight, unquote, from a listener submitted question. Right. There was not a real market. Doesn't count. Potentially mm. 200 mentions. Quote, I am the number 51 ranked gambler on predicted, unquote. <laughs> I was this yesterday. Was. This is important. Directly to Mark, quote. Let's see whose stack is higher at the end of the night. Let's see who's <laughs> higher in the rankings, unquote. Um, <laughs> to, to F to all of us, quote, I am not an idiot. I know my shit, unquote. <laughs> and then and then the pre-show ended with you pointing at yourself repeatedly and saying, quote, who's the big winner tonight? <laughs> 
oh, unquote. And then you went over. So how are you doing today? How's oh. your bank account? The end of the night was interesting. Yeah, better, he's not happy. <laughs> better than yours, Will. I didn't go over because you can't you can't apply normal gambling rules to my picks because it's not binary. Oh, it's not better black than and mine. white. I went four for five. You definitely didn't do better than mine. Well, yeah. So you won what seven dollars <laughs> with what you're wagering? Like what is it like <laughs> six a band? Hey, you throw down it's six. About six right, <laughs> it's about getting them right. It's not. It's about getting them right. Not bragging and talking. Well, no Let's worries. Move on. Somehow we're still winning in 2020, and you have two good picks yourself coming up with one. In second place in Nevada, I think she did more to help herself last night or mm-hmm. at, on Wednesday night at the debate. I like that too. And mm-hmm. Steyer not in the top three. So let's look at who's going to finish second place in Nevada right now. Joe Biden thirty-seven, Pete Buttigieg thirty-three, Liz Warren nineteen. I think Warren's the best value there. What do you guys think, Pat? You already picked Warren. They're all really good value. I didn't. I wasn't listening. What, what's the question? Yeah, who's the best value? Second, I, I think Warren is Nevada. Oh, I think Warren's going to do well. Um, 19 cents for Warren, 37 for Biden, and 33 for Buttigieg. I like, ooh, I still like Buttigieg, though. I like Buttigieg yeah. uh, for a second. Um, also, that Steyer tip about not finishing the top three, we gave it at 70 cents. It's already up to 86 cents. Yeah, so we, if, you got, if you got in, you can sell it at 86 cents. Yeah. That's 16 cents mm-hmm. profit per share. It's nice. Yeah. Uh, and then we're on track with our Bernie pick to win Nevada and the nomination, it's looking like, and the Bloomberg fade. Those are all stuff we've given out in the past. Also, South Carolina marks on Bernie. That's looking like a coin flip right now. But let's go to the next coin flip, Virginia, which is a Super Tuesday coin flip on March 3rd. I'm in on Bernie at 47 cents. The next closest is Bloomberg at 30, then Biden at 19. What are you guys thinking here? I think that's a good return on Bernie. Bernie. I mean, after after the debate, anyone that votes for Bloomberg is just out of their fucking mind. Yeah, or really talks to him in any way, shape or form. Yeah, I'd say (laughs) Bernie Bernie for Virginia at at 48 cents or whatever it is. I like it. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's a double up. It's better double than up. a double up. So go to predicted.org slash promo slash hard factor 20 to get your first 20 bucks matched on us in the stock market of politics. It's extremely fun. It makes following the news amazing. So go do it. Who's nice. got the biggest stack? This one's from at underscore Lozner. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite nursery rhyme, guys? Uh, Red Rosie. Humpty Red, Dumpty. Red Rover. That's Red a good Rover? one. Yeah. Red, no, that's not a nursery Red, rhyme. That's a Red game. Rover, that's a game. Mm-hmm. What, that's a nursery rhyme. Red well, Rover, you were an Red only Rover child, send- so you, you thought it was a nursery rhyme, but it was a game we were all playing. Oh, okay. Well, oh. I don't know the difference. <laughs> Last year, favorite I'm nursery kidding, rhyme? I'm kidding. Uh, off the top of my head, Itsy Bitsy Spider. <laughs> all right. We're, I was hoping someone would say Hansel and Gretel, but um, fine. No, uh, also not a nursery rhyme. It's a fairy tale. Yeah. Well, fairy tale. What's your favorite fairy tale? Oh, my God, dude. Man, Pat, Pat knows Hansel everything today. Shrek. Someone say Hansel and Gretel. <laughs> Hansel and Gretel is my favorite. Right, good. This story might replace Hansel and Gretel a generation uh, from now as the greatest Florida nursery rhyme of all time. Fairy tale. There greatest Florida fairy tale of all time. And that's because 19-year-olds David Dobbins and Christopher Rochelle, or David and Christopher, left a trail of breadcrumbs for the cops after committing armed robbery. Uh, Mm. Back in January of this year, they meticulously planned out an armed robbery wearing blue surgical gloves, and they were armed with guns. They jumped over the counter in a surprise robbery and even tied up the employees with zip ties before they could hit any alarms or use any phones, and they didn't harm anyone, and they even cased the place the day before, and all their hard work paid off. Yeah, they did really good. All their hard work paid off as they made off with $320,000 worth of stuff. It's like point break means pain and gain. I love it. But but it's once they got away... Uh, they started to get a little careless. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, this is like a reverse Hansel and Gretel, moral-wise. The the people leaving the breadcrumbs are like the bad guys. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Um, but it's like Florida version. So you'll see right here is what they did is while they were driving away, they started to discard some of the stolen, stolen good 
particles they didn't need anymore or want, and that was empty pill bottles. Because you see, David and Christopher robbed a pharmacy and stole $320,000 worth of opioids and then dumped all the opioids into, into bags, like trash bags, and threw all the pill bottles all the way home. <laughs> detectives started following the pill bottles. Get rid of that one now. Yeah, they, they literally, detectives literally went from the pharmacy and followed a trail of pill bottles all the way to their house, directly to their house, where they found the car that was seen on the footage fleeing, the white Chrysler 200, and then they found a pill bottle leading from the car all the way into the front door of the house and and like they were party pill hard man yeah mm. well no yeah i mean yes exactly you're not it's, even like caring where your pills are going you're just no like, well they, they put them all in garbage bags because they were going to distribute them which is one of the charges they got arrested with because when they got in the house they found two guys david and, and christopher or whatever that uh matched the description of the robbers from the, the people that were robbed at the pharmacy and then they found on david's phone um a video of of them bragging about how they now had a bed full of white plastic baggies filled with opioids that they were going to sell <laughs> so pretty much just all laid out for They're them literally out in the yard too yeah yeah um when the sheriffs uh, arrived at the door they said that david and christopher refused to speak to them but i think like will said i think they couldn't speak to them probably right. because they were just incredibly high on an elephant-sized portion of opioids yeah they're floating mm -hmm. in air yeah this can't be the first time this the police have seen this well, it's, no, they're probably like not. they're probably that's probably the first thing is they're like, is there a breadcrumb bottle? Of yeah, I know. That's, yeah, it's, it's in the handbook there. <laughs> All right, guys, if, if there's one thing I know about sex offenders, it's that they hate not being able to sexually offend. Uh, committing sexual offenses is like their favorite thing. Um, probably problem is once they get caught, they have to register as a sex offender for the rest of their life, which can really interfere with them chasing their dreams. So when police finally caught up with a Pensacola man who hadn't taken care of that pesky uh, sex offender registration process, it's understandable that the man ran. Um, after all, his pursuit of happiness was on the line. Uh, and the police must have really gotten the jump on this sex pest because he seemingly had nowhere to run uh, except for up. And like a scared cat, he scaled a 365-foot-tall radio tower oh. in an attempt to evade officers. Another nice. radio tower guy. I love these stories. Yeah. But they, they, they're so short-sighted. Well, Will, yeah. you'd think that. You'd think that. And at first, I was confused at this move because I thought, you know, he's well, he's not going to be able to get away. Sure. And then I realized, oh, shit, he was probably climbing the tower to get a better view of people that he could sexually <laughs> assault. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. but, but then, That makes sense. But then it turns out it was a foggy day, and he climbed right through the fog like a fucking Looney Tunes character. So it was uh, pretty smart, actually. He disappeared. He That's disappeared cool. up there. That's that really cool, cool, right? He's up cool. above the clouds. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty cool, huh? <laughs> yeah, it's cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where'd he go? <laughs> yeah, and there the man remained for seven hours, uh, climbing up and down the 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 uh, the tower, narrowly avoiding live wires. I, I can look like this pole. <laughs> <laughs> I can really see my next victim from up here. Eventually, he came down, was taken into custody. Turns out the man's uh, the man was first first approached by police in a homeless encampment where he lived, which makes him fleeing all the more confusing. I feel like when it comes to having your neighbors that uh, having to tell your neighbors that you're a pedder ass knocking on tents. And cardboard boxes is probably the best possible you just scenario. Shout yeah, it once and you're done. Just, yeah. It's just, like, the thing about it is, yeah. is they think about this. Think about the the havoc that a sexual predator could wreak on a homeless camp. Right. I mean, there's there's like no no rooms or anything. So. Well, but yeah. they like rooms, and also everyone in the camp could <laughs> right. you know, but probably a large portion of the camp are sharing his problem. You know what I mean? So it's just like I'm a sexual predator. It's like me too, me too, me too. Yeah, Welcome to the club. Anyway, that's that one.
That's a depressing ending. To that oh, story. okay, okay. So what happened actually <laughs> is that he registered and he reformed, okay. and then there he's never sexually offended again, guys. Fairy tale. Ending. And he found a house, and so did the nursery rest of the homeless rhyme, people in Florida. Nursery rhyme ending. And the Sacklers yeah. went to jail, and the opioid problem in Florida is fixed. So perfect. So wow. Yeah. Doesn't sound like Pat did very well last night on the gambling. Yeah. I did just fine. <laughs> All right, guys. Let's move on. Last story of the day. Uh, this one comes from at Sunglass Queen uh, Joseph Kruger and Zach Johnson. Thank you, uh, guys. Florida native Stefan Short loves steak. He loves steak so much that he regularly shoplifts from the Save a Lot in uh, Deland, Florida. But this past Friday that's saving, night, that's saving too much. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. He <laughs> not, saves not a lot. enough if you ask him. Yeah, he, sa- yeah. he saves too much. <laughs> uh, but this past Friday night, when Stefan went to the store to pick up his Friday steaks, it didn't turn out as he wanted it to. Uh, so when shoppers saw Stefan stuffing the steaks down his pants, they alerted the store manager, who already had his eye on Stefan. And when he confronted Stefan to ask him why he keeps stealing steaks from him, Stefan took off. Uh, but a civilian was there to help the manager subdue Stefan. Uh, but being the wiggle master that Stefan is, he was able to escape by escaping his clothes. And when police arrived, they, they <laughs> he always he always has an extra pair of clothes. Yeah, he's he, wearing a tearaway. He wiggled warm right up out. Suit. <laughs> be right out of those if, you, if you had like a scheme where you wore super baggy clothes just yeah. so somebody grabbed you to jump out. <laughs> You're always like vaseline up underneath. Yeah, like cartoon. There's holding empty clothes. Yeah, fake uh, hands. Yeah. For the cuffs, these aren't even real hands. You just slide right out. Um, So when police arrived, they were greeted by naked Stefan running out of the store. And when the naked man didn't come to his senses after they requested him to stop, uh, they (laughs) shot him with a taser. Covering his genitals with steaks. Pat, he didn't cover him well enough because one of the one of the taser prongs hit him right in the jennies. Um, And I mean, it's just a great scene. You arrive at the save save a lot to pick up some milk when you come across Stefan wrestling naked with two dudes with steaks scattered around them. Um, Then Stefan runs out of the store and the cops shoot him in the dick (laughs) with a taser. Um, As large would say, this is bucket list shit right here. Um, Anyway, Stefan is in jail being held without bond all for some forty one dollars steaks that he really needed but didn't want to pay for and i would have felt bad for him if he was like stealing peanut butter and jelly or something but this guy was stealing steaks so no th- no sympathy here for stefan that's your favorite food there's no way that that jail is yeah. going to be able to hold stefan he'll be out he'll be escaped in a day or <laughs> right. so. stefan steaks is what they call him yeah. now he's gonna wiggle right through those bars yeah. any steaks um, <laughs> anyway i hope his junk heals okay um, you guys cooking steak <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no one, no one deserves to get shot in the dick over forty one dollars worth. Of- no, not at all. That's just, and I'm, it's, I bet they fucking aim for it too. Um, and- oh god! <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, he wiggled out of, he wiggled yeah. out of custody over forty one dollars worth of steaks. So then the cops' minds are like, "Fuck this guy! He's yeah, yeah, exactly. Teach him a lesson, yeah. right? Right yeah. in the Jennies." And finally, from Noah, a pit bull stayed with a kid who was lost in the woods in Florida until police arrived and protected it from the bugs. Uh, good job, Pitbull. Looks like he's mixed with a little lab to me. Hard to tell. Uh, <laughs> thanks, though, Noah. And that's going to do it for Hard Factor. Hope you all are doing better in your predicted bets than Pat is this week. Oh, <laughs> remember, my God. remember, we have a voicemail. 512-270-1480. Is Pat, is Pat editing this show? So I bought you guys all fucking <laughs> dinner it this might, week. It might be a short <laughs> show if Pat's editing this. <laughs> Uh, 512-270-1480 So call us We miss you What's up? Uh, subscribe on YouTube Facebook Follow us on Insta And Twitter Buy some fucking merch Spread the word Mail us money If you feel like it uh, We have no shame We love you guys Be safe out there We will see you Monday And most importantly these days What's that? 
They have Venmo. Venmo these days. Venmo, yeah, we can we'll, we'll accept Venmo. Uh, most yeah, importantly, our Venmo is at Pat Cassidy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's our group Venmo. <laughs> All right. Anyway, have a great fucking day and weekend. Yeah. No, say goodbye. Say goodbye. For a fight, cause it gives a mighty man an awful lot of money line. Each state, each state, need a big old steer. Each state, each state, we have one deer. It's a mighty good food, it's a great aid meal.